Let's jump into the uh, time tunnel and go to tomorrow, what, morning, I think, in uh, Japan, and talk to Stacy St. Clair. She represents the Chicago Tribune and apparently has made a break for it. She is no longer quarantined in her <laughs> hotel room. Stacy, welcome back to yesterday here in Chicago. <laughs> Hello from the future. One thing I've been watching this on and off, mostly off, uh, today. Why does the International Olympic Committee insist on calling this event Tokyo 2020? Was it that that change in the banners and the graphics was too costly? I, I think that is exactly um, the reason why, because they seem so silly every time they they say it. It 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 gives this sense that they're trying to pretend last year never happened, where everywhere we turn, we see proof here in Japan um, of the pandemic and, and the year that that we endured, but. You know, everything they have from the from the souvenirs, which no one's here to buy, to the signs hanging in the streets, to the to the stationery um, in the different uh, press offices, all have all have the logo emblazoned on it. I think it was just um, a, a way to save money. These are also supposed to be a, the most eco-friendly games ever, and so I guess they don't want to, um, you know have another forest uh, cut down for for the right. paper products. I noticed that there were signs telling the athletes that they weren't allowed to sing. Why is that yeah. being enforced if nobody's there? I, I guess to protect other athletes. Yeah, because they're they're all amongst each, each other, and um, you know, last night they they walked in, um, which you guys will see in a little bit in, in the Parade of Nations, which was much smaller um, than we're used to. Uh, for example, Brazil only had four athletes in their entire delegation march last night. Because then once it was over, they were all sort of, you know, crowded together on the infield of this arena um, for to see the torch, the cauldron lit and everything like that. So I, it was mostly to keep, you know, them protected. They've been in a pretty big bubble uh, here at these games, and, and we do know that there's COVID in the Athletes' Village. So, you know, that that's the reason behind it. Whether you should go ahead with something where you have to say you can't sing, you know, that, that's another I think debate, and that debate is being had. And your piece that I read, uh, uh, the Tribune website, still sixty-eight percent of the Japanese public doubted the event could be held safely. And I guess the biggest, most respected newspaper in Tokyo blasted the Japanese government. Is that resonating tonight? And um, it, it definitely is. As as the ceremony started last night, the streets were closed in Tokyo. Uh, from protests over these games. You could hear the chants outside the stadium, um, cancel the games, cancel the games, which, you know, is, is unprecedented to have that kind of opposition so close and so loud um, before an opening ceremony. Usually, you know, there's always opposition to a games coming into a country. They're, they're expensive. They create a lot of waste. They, you know, are a headache for the people who live there. Usually people sort of, you know, change their tune as it gets closer because they want something to be put on that makes them proud and, and does well and, and puts a good face on for the rest of the world. And That's not the case here. The people here are angry about these games, and, and they're starting to get more and more vocal as I've been here, actually. Do the protesters realize the, I guess, hypocritical nature of protesting the Olympic Games because of COVID while they're massing outside the stadium? Um, I, I think that uh, that's been sort of one of the most discussed uh, uh, moments or uh, things of the past year, right? Like people who are protesting 
COVID, you know, being treated, you know, yeah. uh, it's, loosely. It just seems odd. Stacey St. Clair yeah. is here. She reports to the Chicago Tribune. She's in Tokyo. Has the IOC president referenced the opposition to this at all, or is he just going along with the uh, Tokyo 2020 banner sort of modus operandi? Well, he, he's been asked questions about it, so he's been forced to. But last night at the opening ceremony, he made no mention of it at all. The, the closest he got was telling the athletes that um, after a very difficult year, they could be the great unifiers. So he talked about the need for unity, but never addressed what was behind the need for unity as, as it pertains to these games. And um, so, yeah, I mean, that's, that's the IOC way. They, they like to pretend that, you know, nothing is wrong and only they have the clear vision yeah, yeah, you know that yeah it's all it's all peaches and sunshine at the olympics yes, this year yeah Be- because also i also thank uh, the broadcasters for sticking by the ioc in the past year which i thought was probably the most honest moment of, well it's an uh, honest moment but in that contract the uh, ioc is going to have to rebate nbc who will have to rebate the sponsors if they don't mm-hmm. reach a certain threshold. So it all has to be right. blue skies and sunshine and forget the, the C word. Yeah, absolutely. This is a made-for-TV event. It has been for many, many Olympics now, and, and now there is no doubt. What is the current count as far as infected athletes? Do we have a ballpark a number there? Um, I forgot what it did go up again yesterday. I think we're, I think we're still below a hundred, but we're getting pretty close to that, to that line. And does the Tongan athlete who stirred uh, the world four (laughs) years ago, does he still appear to be in as good a shape? He does. Um, he, he also appears to still own a lot of coconut oil. You'll see him tonight. (laughs) Um, but you'll also see that several other uh, Pacific Island Pacific Island nations are now sending shirtless uh, flag bearers uh, into the stadium. So I think everyone there's now going to be like a little competition among uh, the Pacific Islands. Anything for ratings? I'm sure that the IOC and NBC would like everybody to go shirtless. Yeah, NBC coconut oil. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, big coconut oil sponsor involved here. <laughs> Well, exactly. How so? You made a break for it. You completed your quarantine. Yeah. Now, are you still restricted to running across the street to that little, uh, that uh, little shop and stop uh, place once a day to get your groceries? Yeah, well, I have a little bit more freedom in that I can go to any Olympic venue, um, but I still can't go to any place um, but an Olympic venue that sells food or my convenience store for food. Um, I can't take a walk outside just to get some fresh air unless I do it on. Uh, Olympic ground, um, I'm allowed no interaction uh, with the public. And, is is um, the media also in a similar bubble uh, to the athletes? Yeah. The athletes have their bubble, you have yours? The athletes have their bubble, we have ours. We, we mix um, in what is called the mix zone where uh, the athletes and reporters can ask questions. And usually it's a very, like, sort of in-your-face, here's my, here's my microphone running the face kind of thing. But now um, there are barriers keeping us literally six feet apart. Um, and you sort of shout your questions, you know, across the barrier to them. And, and you hope they have a loud enough speaking voice for you to hear what they're saying uh, back. Japanese generally follow the rules as a culture. They do, because um, I have, uh, in Olympic venues, jaywalked where the streets are closed. 
I have been chastised for, for jaywalking um, on, on blocked off streets. And, and one security guard told me that next time I need to do better. So today's a, today's a new day, and I will do better. Tell, uh, tell them this is a ghost of uh, Colonel McCormick, and he told you to do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I went under the colonel. Well, uh, thank you very much for joining us tonight, tomorrow, yesterday. We appreciate it, as Whenever. always. Yeah, anytime, and, uh, guys. Have a safe uh, weekend in Tokyo. Enjoy the very surreal Olympics of 2020. Yeah, I'm telling you, I'm in the future, but also the past. So. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we all are. Yeah, it's a Twilight lot, Zone episode. All right, Stacy, <laughs> take care. Thank you very much for your take time. Stacy St. Clair from Tokyo joining us here on Double the House.